Cyberbullying this bitch. If you fuck with that beat, that means you fuck with me. I made my own intro music. I'm a multi-talented individual. Thank you. Yeah, I made the beat. I make all the jokes on here. So, you know, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for my talent. Thank you, God. Thank you to my parents for giving me these wonderful, talented gifts. I already know the vibe suck my... Now, let me stop. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to have y'all back. All right. Um, as I said, Thanksgiving's around the corner. You know, so I'm thankful for all the people who have been supporting this podcast over the last few years. I'm thankful for all my family and friends. I, I really appreciate y'all rocking with me. I appreciate everybody who tolerates all my stupidity. I know I'm a lot to deal with. I know I say some outlandish things. And I appreciate all of y'all for loving me, for being me. I truly appreciate that. My mouth gets me in trouble a lot. And the fact that you guys are still rocking with me after all these years, I appreciate it. All right. Um, so yeah, holiday season here. Um, if 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 you if you are not um seeing his family or friends this Thanksgiving, you are not the one, right? You are a side bitch. And vice versa, bro. If you've been fucking with her um, since like cuffing season started and you don't at least go to a Friendsgiving or a Thanksgiving, yo, cut her off, bro. Dump, dump, dump her um on Black Friday. Don't don't waste your time shopping on Black Friday for a gift for her. She couldn't bring you around her peoples. She don't deserve a Christmas gift. You heard? I don't care how cute she is. Or vice versa. Ladies, if he don't bring you around, that means you, you're not important. Don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't buy him that P5. You feel me? Oh, speaking of P5, yo, this amazing. Ladies, first off, ladies, are y'all buying your man a P5? I, I think you should. Because y'all y'all ask for expensive shit. All right? It's amazing how women will ask for like a Birkin bag or Chanel bag or I saw some shit where women were like, yeah, $300 for a first date is fine. I'll get back to that. You know what I'm saying? Or y'all want engagement rings that could cost five figures. But y'all having a, a fucking heart attack about spending a little funky ass $500 on a PS5 for your man? Y'all ungrateful. Y'all ungrateful. Because y'all want to take flights and go on vacations and this and that and that and this. But trying to ask for a little 500 for a P5. You can't even let my man get that. I mean, goddamn. Like, women will have the nerve to give pussy as a gift. <laughs> but but expect a Birkin bag from a guy. Crazy. Maybe that would have worked in the 40s when, you know, women were oppressed and not allowed to work and that type of shit, so she really couldn't buy you a gift. But ladies, y'all are here making as much money as the fellas. Y'all should be buying extra expensive, expensive gifts, too. I don't understand. You want Chanel? We want P5. You feel me? But anywho, like I was saying, um, 
I was I was on Facebook. And yo, I don't know if people are lying. I don't know if people are capping. I don't know what it is. But people are saying that $300 for a dinner date, for a dinner date, is acceptable on a first date. Jody, listen, I know I've been in a relationship for a minute. Me and my girl have been together seven years. Our, our anniversary just passed. Been together seven years, right? I don't understand. We've been together seven years. I think we spent $300 or more on a dinner once. And we've been to some cool-ass restaurants. Never spent more than that. Maybe it's because you don't drink. I um, If your dinner bill's coming back over $300 because y'all drinking too much, y'all niggas need to go to an AA meeting. All right? It, if, you feel me? And especially on the first date. First off, if it's a first date and you drinking that much around me, I don't want a second date. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, you alcoholic. Like, I don't, I don't understand why you getting hammered on a first date. Now, if you have like a, a glass or two of wine, cool, cool. But you know what I'm saying? Say the dinner come out to like 125 and the rest is spent on alcohol. Like y'all niggas is out here drinking um, $175 worth of alcohol on date one. Like that's not lit. Y'all niggas need to attend the meeting. Like that's not healthy. How is your liver? What's that pH balance like if you're drinking this much on the first date? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I know you smell crazy down there. Do you drink water? Do you drink pineapple juice? Is your, does your box smell fresh? You feel me? Plus, when you drink a lot, you sweat more. So I don't need you sweating on the first date because you all over here. I'm good, ma. I'm good. $300 for some fucking food? Where you niggas eating? Bobby Flay's house? Like, my boy was like, he spent $500 on a dinner for himself. Like, he didn't even go with his girl. He, he was for Dolo, right? Hold on, let me get let me get the exact details. I got to pull up this Facebook conversation because I was like, bro, $500? Like, that's bugged the fuck out. Hold up. Hold on. Bear with me for a minute, y'all, as I do my Googles real quick and pull up that first date information because... Three hundred dollars is ridiculous. I was I was baffled. God damn, where's that shit? See, I should have saved it in my favorites. I'm fucking up, y'all. Fucking up already. I got mad posts on here about the Bronx and shit. Hold up. Ah, here, here it is. Here it is. I found that. I found it. My man said he took himself on a date to Del Frisco's, the Double Eagle Steakhouse, and spent five hundred. Right. So I'm just like, what the fuck did you order? He said he had the A5 Wagyu tasting paired with a Bordeaux. Also two appetizers, three shots of Classe Azul, and dessert. And I'm just like, yo, it, it, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you basically spent a PS5 on dinner for yourself. I don't understand. Like, that's that's just not my wave. <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm cheap. I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm, um, I'm, I'm basic. Because $500 on a dinner? Yo, I've, I've seen people... I've seen people bug out over, like, $200 dinners. They look at it, they're just like, what the fuck? Like, you ever get the bill back and you think that it's not yours? You start looking at it because it's like, yo, this got to be a mistake. It can't be this expensive. I couldn't imagine what I would... I've spent... I've seen $500 receipts for like a group dinner. Never for just myself. 
And like me and my friends drink, like we drink alcohol. And I don't understand like how this shit came back to $500 just by himself. I don't know. Shout out to him though. He living that rich man life. It's not for me. And I see niggas in there, uh, you know, like if I think she worth it, I'll do it. Bro, you don't even know if she could read. You don't even know her STD background. And you spending $300 on a dinner date? You're bugging, bro. You are bugging. I'm telling you right now. Like, I'm not spending $300 for you to get fat and drunk. <laughs> and just to be like, have a good night. No, 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 no. $300 date. Date. D-A-T-E. That means dick at the end. <laughs> for $300? Yo, for $300, I'm buying a hooker. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It's cheaper. Fuck that. Spending on three hundred dollars. Yo, they got bitches that'll suck your dick right in Kanasi for fifty dollars. Allegedly, I'm not spending three hundred dollars for me. I might get a good night kiss. I might like tripping, bro. I don't know, man. I'm thirty two, African American years old, and I have yet to buy a woman to drink at the bar. And I still been getting bitches. Not no more. I'm, I'm washed now. But yeah, like me and my girl have been to nice steakhouses, been on vacations. Like, yo, I remember I went to the Bahamas and like, I don't know if we caught it at a deal, but it was like $5.50 each for playing a hotel. And it was a nice resort. <laughs> and no, we did not fly spirit. <laughs> like, that's a whole fucking vacation. You blowing on like some motherfucking dead cows? I'm good, fam. That's 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 not for me, bro. Especially for a first date. If we go on a first date, I'm taking you somewhere cheap, like the museum, all right, where New Yorkers can pay the suggested fee for I could give motherfucking two dollars each for for four dollars, I can figure out how smart you are. Okay, and if we can't have a decent conversation in a museum, I you don't deserve a three hundred dollar dinner. Matter of fact, you don't even deserve dinner. I spent four dollars on that hole and I'm sending it home. <laughs> Ladies do the same thing, yo. Do the same thing. Don't be out here, you know what I'm saying, wasting your time and money on people and you don't even know where this is going. Like, that's whack. That's retarded. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just do something cheap, figure out that person, and then if it leads to something else, cool. And the crazy thing is, like, I can understand if it was, like, an anniversary, it might run that much, but just first date? Like, where do you go from there? If if the first date is 300, where the fuck you going for her birthday? Dubai? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, $300 is just pennies to you. I, I hear you, bro. I forgot niggas is millionaires out here. Everybody a drug dealer. Everybody a scammer. I'm not. I go to work. I do this podcast. I'm broke, baby. I got bills, nigga. <laughs> Trying to be rich, but fuck out of here, man. I ain't paying no three hundred dollars, man. Fuck all that, man. I got, I got rent to pay. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. People out here doing the craziest stuff. I, I don't understand people. Like, isn't it crazy? Like, like people will see something bad and have no questions about it, but the minute you suggest that someone does something good for themselves, they all of a sudden turn into a, a motherfucking news reporter and got a million and one questions, right? Let me explain. It's crazy how cigarettes are selling a package. Yo, this will kill you, right? So it's crazy how we'll smoke cigarettes knowing it could put a hole in your throat or give you cancer, right? 
People will drink and drive knowing you can kill yourself and plenty of others. There's millions of examples of people dying or becoming paralyzed from the neck down from drinking and driving, right? Niggas will do the craziest drugs knowing you can overdose. People will shoot up black tar heroin, sniff cocaine, smoke DMT, you know what I'm saying? Like lick a, a bitch's butthole, all types of crazy shit. But you know where people really start drawing the line at? Vaccines. Like, it's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of drug is that? Cool, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, this vaccine may end the pandemic. Nah, bro, government trying to control us. Like, okay. I'm not saying you have to take a vaccine, and I'm not judging anyone's beliefs on vaccines. I'm just laughing at the comedic side of it all. Like, there are people who will willingly smoke K2, but taking a shot that could potentially end a pandemic that's killing hundreds of thousands of people. That's what has you scared? Niggas will fuck a thought from the Bronx raw. But a vaccine, that's what keeps you up at night? I don't get it. Niggas turn into motherfucking conspiracy theorists and doctors as soon as you mention the vaccine. Nah, bro, it's the vaccines, bro. Trying to mind control you, bro. Illuminati, bro. New world order. Shut the fuck up. Like People question anything in theory that's good for them, but have zero questions about shit that poisons their body. Like, I, I can roll up a blunt right now, right? Go see my friends. They have no idea what's inside of that blunt. I could go, yo, bro, smoke this. Niggas smoke it. If I pull up with Henny, with a, a, a cup of Henny, they don't know if I laced it. They don't know if I put Molly oil in their champagne. They don't even know it. They'll just drink it. Yo, good looks. Go to someone and say, yo, I got some sea moss and some black seed oil. Like, I don't know about all that. Like, what's the pH balance in this? Like, yo, you made this, bro? Like, what store is this from? The sea moss, where does it even come from? Does it come from the sea? If it does, my grandmother allergic to seafood, so I don't know if I should be managed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, niggas will come up with every excuse not to do something healthy, but will gladly poison themselves. I don't get it. I don't understand. Like everything humans do is like to some degree in an effort to end their life. <laughs> like niggas will sniff coke all night long. All night. The finest of the Colombian. But the minute they say, hey, we just got to put this cotton swab up, you know, it's nah, bro. They're trying to plant a chip in my brain. What? Stop watching so many sci-fi movies. You are bugging. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Here's the crazy part. Most people I know are vaccinated. That's why none of us have smallpox. But then the same people who got vaccinated as children are now adults saying, nah, bro, I don't trust these vaccines. All right. Okay. I know the earth is flat too. Whatever, man. I understand people have these hard stances on vaccines. But, you know, I maybe there is something to see. And this is what happens when I can't even blame people, really, because this is what happens when you can't trust your leadership, when there's so many lies on top of lies on top of lies. So, I mean, big picture, it's the leadership fault. It's the government's fault. But people don't do harmful things to your body. But then when something is offered to you that's helpful you got a million and one questions.
You know what I'm saying? If someone says, yo, take these vitamins from GNC, it's good for your health. Nah, bro, that shit is steroids. Ah, God. That shit ain't FDA approved. Nigga, you don't even know what the FDA stands for, and now you're trying to tell me (laughs) vitamins are bad, but sniffing cocaine and smoking mad grabba and fucking mad bitches raw, that's wavy? I heard you, bro. I heard you. Niggas put themselves in dangerous situations all day. All day. That kind of makes me think about the King Von situation. All due respect. Rest in peace to that dude. Okay? By no means am I trying to make a joke out of it. But crazy thing is, a lot of people put themselves in bad scenarios in life. Just bad scenarios. Like, from from what it seems, for people who don't know, um, King Von was a rapper from Chicago, right? And this dude would constantly rap about beefing with people, murder, violent shit all the time. Now, he saw another rapper he had beef with, issue with or whatever. And the guy was kind of like by himself. It was like one other person in the car he was talking to. He saw him. It was on site. He started swinging. The dude who he was beating up backed out a gun and hit him. Pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? And then now we're all saying R.I.P. King Vaughn. That entire situation could have been avoided, in my humble opinion. I think a lot of times, instead of just being so hostile, most time people don't really want problems. It's just their ego gets in the way, and they're just like, nah, I can't look like a bitch. Like, whatever, man. Most of the times, if you get two people on the phone, that issue will be squashed. Because we... And then... We'll always sit here. We'll love rappers who talk about violence. We love all this ignorant hood shit. Then when ignorant hood shit happens, we're just like, I can't believe that happened. Like, what Like what? What, what the fuck you think is going to happen? You online telling people, suck your dick. When I see you, what's on site? Y'all making fun of dead people. And then when the person you really got to issue a seizure in real life and shoot you, everyone's just like, Wow, that's crazy. Like, people not playing out here. People not playing. I avoid all fights with people. I talk shit on here, but realistically, this is my therapy. I'm not here to really start beef with nobody. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? To say outlandish shit. I'm just talking shit. I really don't want no problems with nobody. I can I defend myself? Sure. Do I want to? No. Who wants to be out here fighting all day? Like, this shit is ridiculous. People got to make better decisions out here. Always fighting and arguing, getting high. But to take a vitamin, I don't know, B. I don't know, B. People got to grow up. And speaking of rappers, I was watching uh, the, the Gucci versus Jeezy um, versus battle. And everyone's just like, yo, Jeezy's son Gucci on some grown man shit. Uh, uh, I hear you, bro. I hear you. Okay. Gucci said, yo, I got a $10,000 outfit. Uh, and Jeezy was like, well, I own real estate. All right. Shut the fuck up, everyone. Like, all of a sudden, y'all niggas know everything about real estate and people's net worths. Like, shut up. There's always broke niggas that always want to talk about who's son who. All right. That's why my um, Gucci need to grow up. Yo. For those who don't know, in 2005, <laughs> Jeezy basically put a hit out on Gucci, right? So 
he was like, yo, $10,000, anyone who steals Gucci's chain. So, of course, someone took up that offer. They tried to rob Gucci, and Gucci took the dude's gun and shot him and got away with murder. So Gucci was still playing the song talking about how he killed his homies. And everyone was like, yo, Gucci need to grow up. Yo, how you going to send someone to shoot me <laughs> and just be like, nah, man, get over that. Nigga, you tried to kill me. <laughs> People are like, no, Jesus didn't want him dead. He just wanted them to rob him. Yo, hold up. If you come to rob me for my shit with a gun and I say I'm not giving you my shit, what you think that person going to do? play checkers with me and they're gonna shoot me and then rob me like what are we talking about you trying to get them 10 bands what the fuck i understand exactly why gucci's angry gucci needs to grow up all right you know what everyone say that all right let me let me run down on you and pull out guns on you and see if you just be like nah brandon's still cool <laughs> let me put out a ten thousand dollar hit on your life and see how cool you want to be with me. Bugging out. People crazy out here, man. I don't even know if I want to be a celebrity no more. I know I used to call myself a zealous celebrity. But I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I don't know if I could be so famous that I can't go anywhere. I mean, it sounds cool, but it's like I'm kind of low-key. I like to go to Target and no one recognizes me. I don't know if I could just give that up. It also makes me think about how people would treat you. Like LeVar Ball said to LaMelo Ball, who just got drafted, he, he said some real shit to him. He basically said to his son, yo, I feel bad for you, kid, because um, you'll never meet a good woman. <laughs> like his LaMelo is 19 years old. He's like, yo, where are you going to meet a good woman? At the club, where everybody dancing, at the restaurant where everybody's eating, the minute you walk in, everyone knows who you are. So they're not liking you for you. They're liking you for what you can offer. And that, that's that's real shit. That's real shit. Because it's like, damn, you always got to have in the back of your mind, like, yo, is this bitch just trying to get pregnant by me and put me on child support or marry me and then take half my shit? You can't trust nobody. I don't know if I can handle all that. It's a little too much for me to deal with. Basically, you told him, yo, you'll never meet a nice woman until you retire. <laughs> He's like, yo, the love that me and your mother have, you'll never have, yo. I truly feel bad for you. Like, that's some cold shit to say to your kid, but it's the truth. It's the damn truth, man. Crazy where we live in. Can't believe COVID really coming back for round two. COVID is fucking us up. COVID is fucking us up, but people are still just like, nah, we're gonna do what we want. Yo, in Spain, these niggas had <laughs> I'm sorry, in Spain, they had a 50 person orgy. Like, what the fuck? Spain was one of the countries that was, like, really, really affected by COVID. And this was in Madrid, Spain, right? So, <laughs> yo, all right, hold on. Let me <laughs> the National Police arrived at an apartment in Madrid on October 16th to find an orgy of over 50 people underway. 
According to the Spanish publication, The Olive Press, authorities responded to a call Friday night after various flyers posted around the city advertising crime against public bukkake orgy and fucking madness were reported. So basically, to sum it all up, this guy named Ignacio Allende Fernandez, better known as Torbe, and two other people organized a 50-person orgy and bukkake. Now, for those that don't know what a bukkake is, I shall vividly break it down. It's when a individual, whether it be male or female, whatever your vice is, stands in the middle or sits in the middle or to the side, maybe, and everyone just busts big, massive loads all over them. That is a bukkake, right? It basically looks like your face was dipped in cream, okay? That's what was going down in Spain. And then... Out in Queens just the other day, they had to shut the shit down because they had a, a party with like 80 people that was doubling as like a sex show. Motherfuckers was fucking in the back. Cops had to arrest people. Like <laughs> the city is back litty, man. Everybody is litty out here. And then they wonder, why won't COVID go away? Y'all niggas is having 50 people orgies? <laughs> like I ain't gonna hold. That's kind of lit though. <laughs> That's kind of lit. I wouldn't participate, but it's just like the fact that you were able to find 50 people to just openly fuck each other in one environment. That's kind of lit. Because I know dudes who can't even find a date. These dudes found 50 people to fuck. That's <laughs> that's kind of wavy. Right? And this is why where we are, where we are. Because a culmination of bad decisions that are just consistently made. All the time. And a culmination of a lot of bad decisions often leads to someone becoming a supreme dickhead. And my supreme dickhead this episode goes to none other than the boxer Adrian Broner. Why does Adrian Broner get supreme dickhead? I shall gladly answer. Adrian Broner went to a club in Vegas and had a book bag with $250,000 in there. Bullshit. You feel me? He put his bag down. He was with his friends. His friends decided to play a prank and make his book bag go missing. So whenever something like this happens, you, how you handle it determines where your life is going to go. He noticed the bag was missing. And in typical AB fashion, instead of just calmly trying to analyze the scenario, he flipped the fuck out. He walked over to the waitress that was with them and he was like, Yo, where the fuck is that bag at? She's like, what? Where the fuck is the bag at? I need my bread. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, you know. Went straight nigga moment. All right? And then the woman's trying to leave. He grabs her. See? That's where you fucked up. Bro, don't grab a woman. Just get in front of her or whatever. Tell one of your friends to go get the manager. All right? The minute you grab a woman, I don't care if you're right or wrong. No one's going to have your side. He grabbed her arm. She's like, yo, get off of me. He's like, nah, fuck that. All belligerent. All right. She tries to leave. He blocks her, grabs her again. Now, her story was that, like, he kind of assaulted her. He said he didn't. Either way, the judge was like, I feel you, my nigga. That's cool. But the judge said, listen, I don't care what the story is. And stated that AB needed to pay her over $800,000 and fines and damages. 
Cool. Now, AB is a professional boxer, flaunts money all the time, thinks he's the next Floyd Mayweather. Everyone thinks that he, he got the money, right? Wrong. AB says to the judge, I only got $13 to my name. Now, AB, how the hell do you only have $13 to your name? Okay, you was out here making $13 million a fight, and now you only got $13? What the fuck did you buy? Like, I, I have no pity for people who are filthy rich, but then become dirt poor. Okay, because it's like, yo, my man, even if you took a million dollars and bought Amazon stock with it and never touched it, you'd still be a millionaire if you fucked the rest of your money up. Here nor there. I'm not going to get into stocks today. I'm tired of talking to y'all about that. Here nor there. Judge is like, all right, we could figure out another way. I feel bad you only got $13. Cool. Everything seemed good, right? Here's why AB's a supreme dickhead. Again, because of the bad decisions he makes. He goes on the gram and starts flaunting mad money. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of dollars talking shit. Ah, you go away. We stay with the bank. You know, we get to the bag. Ah, 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 all that ignorant nigga shit. You feel me? Who saw the video? The judge. The judge is like, hold up. You told me you got $13 to your name. What's all this? He's like, nah, that was my man's in that money. That's not my money. The judge was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. No doubt. Well, since you can't pay the fines that we ordered you to pay, we'll just throw you in jail and slam the gavel, lock the nigga up. <laughs> like, so, see, hit that prime example of where flexing has gone wrong. Shut up sometime. Be quiet. You ain't got to show your money. You don't have to always argue. You don't have to be volatile. This is a prime example of where being a violent individual instead of a person who thinks backfired. This is a prime example of where being a showboat instead of a humble individual backfired. Now you in jail. All because your friends played a prank on you. Bro, I hope you get new friends because this is a total misunderstanding that led to you going to jail. And you being asked out of money. And for that, AB, I don't want to fight you because you can fuck me up. <laughs> All right. But brother, man, you getting supreme dickhead for that. Got everything I want to say off my chest. And now to end this episode with a beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Luxury is a dream. And revealing too much of what goes on behind the scenes will destroy the magic. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. Be grateful for your loved ones. Listen, man, like I said before, my family, some of them Native American, happy holidays to be politically correct. I, and I ain't trying to offend nobody. It's 2020 and everybody offended. But happy Turkey Day or Berni Day or Gobble Gobble. Happy holidays, motherfuckers. Stay black, y'all. Peace.